Have you ever wondered how come that traders, despite their analytical skills and market knowledge, often find themselves in the grip of emotions like fear, making impulsive decisions that can lead to significant losses? Today we are going to unravel the mystery behind fear and explore how traders can conquer it to make more rational and confident decisions. I am Agnieszka Wood and this is the Confidence in Trading podcast. Welcome to episode number 19, the terrifying truth about fear. Every trader encounters fear at some point in their journey. What is it about trading that makes fear such a prevalent emotion? And more importantly, how can you overcome it and make more confident trading decisions? Stick around to find out. To kick things off, let's explore first where the fear in trading actually comes from. Financial markets are unpredictable. We all know it's a game of probability and we don't know anything for sure. Not just where the price is going, but events such as economic downturns, geopolitical crisis, or even unexpected news overnight can lead to market volatility. And that can bring a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear. And as a trader, you must learn to navigate this environment, accept that this is just the way it is. The market is very uncertain and that can give rise to fear. So if you want to play the market game, you need to accept first the environment that you are going to be operating in. We human beings have this natural desire to control things and to predict the future in hope that we can get a sense of what is going to happen to get a little bit more certainty in our life. So we will feel much better about the decisions we are making. And when you are a trader and you operate in the market, there is not much that you can control except yourself. The uncertainty of the financial markets create a fertile ground for fear. If you just think about all the things that are going on in the world, um, how, for example, events such as COVID influenced the market conditions and, and the price movements, how that influenced the overall sentiment and overall feeling of all people, not just traders, but how that influenced, um, how that influenced our life. Take, for example, geopolitical crisis or unexpected events that happen overnight and that can lead to market volatility. So if you are a swing trader, that can create a lot of anxiety and fear because you cannot be certain your position will be in the same state or better next day that you left them the day before. If you try to think about market as a wild beast, then uncertainty is their natural habitat. And you need to learn to navigate this environment because otherwise you will not be able to survive in it. And while you're doing that, you need to stay aware that this very uncertainty can give rise to fear. 
So there is nothing wrong with you. This is just the environment that you are operating that is giving fantastic background for your fear to come up. Now, another uh, fear that often arises from simply not knowing what will happen next in the market is the fear of the unknown. And traders can fear the consequences of their decisions and the unknown outcomes of the trades. Because you can do your research, you can have the best plan that you can think of. You maybe work on your trading plan and your game plan for a long time and you still cannot be certain that this is going to work out because the market might simply not be in your favor. It's a probability game and no matter how well you will prepare and how many books you will read and how many charts you will look at, you will still not be able to predict the future. Unless, of course, you have a crystal ball. And if that's the case, please email me the address where you bought it, because I would be very interested to have one. Fear often springs from the darkness of uncertainty and surprises you. And it keeps you on the edge. And if you will give in to that feeling, it will influence your decisions. Knowing that you are exposing yourself to those fears on your own request just by being present in the market, just by being a trader, might give you a little bit of relief because you have a choice. You have a choice of exposing yourself to that fear or simply stop trading. One of the big fears that has a psychological impact on traders is the fear of losing money. It's a very common and deeply ingrained fear among traders. It's a fear of loss. The fear of financial loss can trigger a fight or flight response and therefore irrational decision making. And it can be really paralyzing because most of traders, they worked to get their trading capital really hard, they save up their money and they see it, you know, this hard earned dollars dwindling in a matter of seconds. Fear can make you jump into that fight or flight response and simply abandon your strategy and sell your position at the worst possible moment. Maybe you have heard about that capitulation moment where you are sticking to a loser and you just see your capital disappearing and you still hope that it's going to turn around and that you will make your money back. But then at some point when it's not happening, you start losing your hope, then you become desperate and then the anxiety and stress is so high that you simply cannot stand it anymore. And the only thing that you desire at that moment is to end your suffering. And that's the moment where you get out of the position and many times, and I know it very well because I have been there myself many times, that's the worst possible moment to sell. That's the moment when 
the position is turning around, looking at you, just shining its beautiful eyes at you saying, all right, now I'm going to turn around. And it's completely messes up with you and with your emotions. And now you feel anger. Now you want to jump back in and it, it just triggers a lot of different things and sabotaging behaviors. The psychological toll of the sustained fear of loss, which includes stress, anxiety, and sometimes even sleepless nights. When you feel this emotional discomfort, you just want to end it, right? You simply want to end the pain. And the whole process is creating in your body this emotional stress response and Every time when you are stressed out about losing money, the body gets into this alertness and the emergency state and tries to deal with that. And the alertness state is meant for your body to protect you from life-threatening situations in real life. That's what originally the stress response was designed for, let's say. Now, when you have this so-called false emergency because you are scared in your thought, there is really nothing threatening your life, your body gears up for life-threatening situation. And if you are exposing yourself to such stress response on a regular basis, and if you do this as a trader every day, your body will eventually give you signals of chronic stress. And maybe you already notice if you are in that situation that you feel somewhere pains and aches that you cannot explain, or you have headaches, maybe you don't sleep very well and you're very scattered, you cannot concentrate. Some people even get digestive issues. I remember when I was stuck in a failing cycle for two years, at the end of it, I definitely had chronic stress because my body was giving me all kinds of signals that I could not explain. And, and I went to the doctor and I did all tests and they could not find anything. We looked everywhere. And then finally the doctor told me uh, that maybe it would be a good idea if I talked to a psychologist, that maybe, just maybe, those sensations that I experience uh, are caused by stress. And um, the first question that the psychologist asked me was if I have possibly any source of stress in my life. Well, my very first response of my body was relief. So I started crying and it was really obvious to me what trading was doing to me. Just pay attention what your body is telling you because it's very understandable that you as a trader want to make money and you have big dream and you want to achieve a lot, but no money is worth your health. So managing your stress and managing your responses in trading, your fears and other emotions, negative emotions, to learn how to manage them is really important, not just for your trading results, but simply for your overall well-being. Remember that fear of loss doesn't just affect your portfolio. The psychological toll 
can be really significant. The fear in trading can be not only caused, but also amplified by external factors like media and volatility. Just simply by market volatility, you can get this fear that every trader is very familiar with, fear of missing out, so-called FOMO. I'm sure um, if you are a trader, you're very familiar with it. The fear of missing out is so interesting because a lot of times if you ask someone, so what happened? The trader will say, oh, I just have FOMO. It's almost like this sticker that people put on their forehead and that's it. I've got FOMO and what do I do now? It's not easy to solve the problem if you generalize it. If you say I have FOMO, you really have to get to the depth of it. What, what is it that you are actually afraid of? What does scare you about it? Because it can lead to impulsive and fear-driven decisions, but it doesn't have to. It doesn't mean that every trader have to feel the fear of missing out and this sort of an excuse, oh, I just have FOMO and I cannot move forward. You can dive much deeper into it and see what is your underlying belief about what is going to happen when you miss on that opportunity. The constant bombardment of financial news and opinions of various media sources can absolutely amplify your fear. Just look at how sensational headlines are or the doomsday predictions and how that can trigger you and cause internal panic or exhilaration, um, how this gets you through this whole range of emotions without even taking a trade. The media can be like this double-edged sword. On one hand, it provides valuable information, but it also can stoke fear with the sensationalized reporting and not just media like the, the news. Look at social media. There is so many people that are trying to predict market. There are a lot of gurus that will tell you that they know where the market is going. And it's very easy to fall for it, especially if you expose yourself to videos where you see people making thousands of dollars in a second. Just remember and be mindful of that you don't know the full story. Maybe they have been trading the market for a long time and what you see is just a little shred of information. You don't know the whole story, but if you expose yourself to images and the video seeing someone making thousands in in few seconds who says that you will be able to do that but this is what your eyes are seeing and this is the signal to your brain making this an opportunity and a possible a viable option for you so if you don't know the whole story behind it if you and even if you know how the other person you know what capital they're trading, what risk level they have, says that you have the same set of beliefs or your risk tolerance. Who says that you have the risk 
resistance that you will be able to hold on to a position maybe for as long as they do when it is going uh, the opposite direction than they were expecting. Market volatility can also intensify your fear. For example, during market crashes, fear can spread like wildfire. The 2008 financial crisis is a prime example of how extreme market volatility can evoke fear on a global scale. Keep asking questions and keep challenging your fears. Fear is not something that has to rule your life. I know very well from my own experience, I grew up in a lot of fears. Uh, in fact, my grandma, who mostly brought me up because my parents uh, worked, she was born before the First World War and she was feeding me with her war stories, which I can tell you were definitely not stories for young children that caused a lot of um, anxiety in me as a young girl. Later on, I was exposed to uh, a lot of abandonment, which created another set of fears for me that later on came out very strongly in, um, in trading. So where are your fears coming from? What is it that you are actually afraid of? Don't be afraid to ask yourself those questions. And I've heard this really nice, um, really nice interpretation of FEAR, uh, the acronym where FEAR stands for false expectation appearing real. Because for our brain, it doesn't matter if something is real. If you make it real enough in your mind, it will feel very real. So depending on how you present the situation to yourself, what scenarios you will be creating in your head, that will be the response that you will be getting from your body. And fear is one of the basic emotions. Now, emotion is energy in motion. And instead of eradicating it or controlling it, try to express it. Try to express it, don't try to suppress it because energy will simply not disappear. If you suppress it sooner or later, it is going to come out. I hear stories from traders who try to suppress emotions and then they are really surprised when they just have a blow up, right? And they don't understand where it's coming from. So energy has to be released. Emotions have to be released, not eradicated. Remember that you need energy. You need emotion to come into action, action to do something. And you need that also in trading and fear is an emotion that you need in order to know when the situation might be uh, not in your interest, not in your favor. So if you start learning about your fears and you will learn about the fears that are irrational, that are based on your beliefs or on your limiting beliefs in this case, you can start actually using the emotions that you feel and your fear as a signal from your body because emotion is the physical 
response to what is happening during your day and you can start using it to your advantage. Now I would like to talk a little bit about the psychological aspect of fear and trading. Loss aversion. This cognitive bias refers to a tendency of traders to feel pain of losses more intensely than the pleasure of gains. And it is really essential to understand that this bias can lead you to reluctance to cut your losses early and take necessary risks. Remember, by agreeing to trade and to open a position, you have to agree to take risk. So imagine you are in a trade and it's in the red. Now the fear of taking a loss overpowers you. And you might think, I will just wait a bit longer, it will turn around. And this is loss aversion at work. Do you know the difference between trading and a slot machine? When you play a slot machine, you are accepting the risk upfront. You put the money in and when you do that, you hope for a win, but you kind of assume that you might lose, right? And you have already paid the money, you put it in there, it's gone. So when you get to win, you are really very happy. But when you lose, it doesn't hurt that much. You kind of like, oh, bad luck, right? Now in trading, you open your position and you know that you are risking money, but now you hope that you are not going to lose it. You're not just hoping that the position will be winning. You are actually sort of assuming. I hear many traders just talking about how much they can win on a trade and not really considering what happened if the position is a losing position, especially when you get this uh, urge to double up on your position, right? All you can think of is how much am I going to make on it? But now when you start thinking, um, what if it doesn't go in my favor? How much am I going to lose? So going back to the slot machine, when you put a trade on, you hope you will win. But then when you lose, now the market says, all right, now you pay. And that's where everything changes because you haven't paid up front. Now you kind of, you know, start hesitating. Yeah, but I don't really want to lose that money. Well, you played. Yes, but you know, I didn't lose it yet because I didn't close the position. And that's where this whole game in your head starts. And in principle, if you have a losing position, you already lost. And now you already lost in the market, but the game is still continuing in your head. And that can lead to significant losses and sometimes even losing your whole trading account. Bias can influence your decisions to such extent that you will hold onto a losing position for a long time. I am absolutely guilty of it. And that's where my big losses came from. And I have learned from it, but you do not have to go through the same pain. Don't try to invent the wheel all over. There's enough traders that lost enough money for you to move on, to move forward quicker without have to gone through the same lessons. Traders also often seek information that confirms 
their pre-existing beliefs about the trade, while they completely ignore or downplay conflicting information. That's what we call confirmation bias. And it can lead you to overconfidence and actually reinforce your fear, especially when your belief in a particular outcome is challenged. So maybe you can recall the situation where you were just gathering evidence to confirm that the trade that you are in will eventually turn around. One thing that I've learned the hard way was that if you are in a day trade and it is going the opposite way than you would hope for, and now you've stayed in it for too long, and now you start doing fundamental analysis to see that you should stay in that losing trade. If you are making your game plan for a day, it's not supposed to be a swing trade or a long-term investment. Your risk level and most likely sizing of that position is not meant to hold it for a long period of time. And when you start looking for fundamental analysis and fundamental uh, confirmation that you should stay in your losing trade, most likely you're in trouble. So take that as a hint that you probably should be getting out of your position as soon as possible. So when you have a confirmation bias and you notice yourself um, building a thesis that is against what you are actually seeing, you're trying to pull argument to stay in a losing position, stay aware that you are doing it and learn to admit it to yourself at least. You know, a lot of uh, times we say as traders, we want to be right. That desire to be right and not admit our mistake is a big problem and confirmation bias is actually supporting that. Because if you cannot admit to yourself that you made a mistake and simply correct it, remember, nobody is watching you, right? You are just trading on your own. And instead of trying to hide your mistake, it is really in your interest to have the integrity and say, Oh my God, I really need to get out of this. This was, this wasn't um, a good decision. Even if you stayed in a loser, it wasn't a good decision. I'm going to get out and stop wasting my emotional capital on this trade. There are plenty of other opportunities. So there is no point of me freezing the money and watching my account being drained. So it's time to get practical. How can you as a trader deal with and conquer your fear? My personal strategy is to expose myself to it and take it head on. That's how I dealt with all my fears in my life and um, simply guided myself in my thoughts and changed the narrative, changed the dialogue to be able to face them. But there are also other ways specific for the fears that you come across in your trading. And the first is nothing that should surprise you is basically the risk management techniques, such as very simply stop loss orders and position sizing so that you can minimize your potential losses. And I am not saying keep trading small, but you can build immunity 
to fear by exposing yourself to small bits of it. So if you want to increase your size, don't go from zero to hero, make small steps and feel how it feels for you when you go a little bit higher in your risk level. So if you are not familiar with stop loss orders, it's a critical tool for managing risk in trading. Stop loss orders allow you to set predefined exit points. So they help you to limit a potential loss if the trade goes against you. Setting a stop loss levels have to be based on a well thought out strategy and rather than emotional reactions. Because if you're emotionally setting your stop loss, first of all, it's not easy to create consistency because every time it will be somewhere else and your risk level will be variable. So, you know, the numbers simply will not add up. But also because if you make your risk management decisions based on your emotions, um, again, you simply will be reacting out of your protection mechanism, fight or flight response, and most likely letting the loser run. So use stop loss orders and treat it as a safety net. It is essential to determine your stop loss levels before entering the trade and stick to them. Even if your fear tempts you to move them. And if you are tempted, just stop looking at it. If you have a stop loss order and you have an idea where you want to take profit, you can simply set an alert and look at other things. You don't have to stare at your chart watching every tick. Now, position sizing, that's where you allocate a specific percentage of your capital to each trade. This helps you prevent overexposure to risk and protects you against catastrophic losses. Position sizing ensures also that no single trade can wipe out your entire account. I know it's tempting putting 100% or the whole margin, so 200, 300% of your account in one position because all you can think of is, if I take that many shares, look what the profit will be. I can just trade one day and I'll be done. That's your warning signal. This is where your alarm should go off because again, what happens if the trade is not going to go in your favor? And position sizing is a key risk management tool that will keep your fear at bay by preventing excessive losses. Having um, a well-defined trading plan should not be a surprise to you. And of course, sticking to it is a way to mitigate fear because as I mentioned before, we know that you cannot trust what's going to happen in the market. It's an uncertain environment. It's a game of probability. You don't know what is going to happen. So the only thing that you can actually rely on is yourself. If you have a comprehensive trading plan that includes your entries, your exit strategies, your risk management rules, and your criteria for trade selections that will provide you with a sense of structure and discipline that counteracts your fear-driven decisions. It's like um, a roadmap in the markets. 
And the when fear strikes, it's your anchor. And it is reminding you of your pre-established rules and objectives. Discipline is an important factor because that's what you need when emotions run high. It's a skill that can be developed through practice and self-awareness. It's a skill that goes together with aligning first your beliefs and your perspective on how the market works and your success as a trader. Because if you are trying to be disciplined while you are thinking to get rich overnight, uh, those two will be colliding with each other and actually making you act against your best interest. It's a gradual process. Every habit that you want to develop, every skill needs time and needs effort that you need to put in. And you have to be aware that a fear might still arise, but your trading plan will help you to protect yourself from your impulsive decisions. So acknowledge that the fear might still arise. Don't lie to yourself. It's not like one and done. You know, the, the emotions, again, are response to what you are exposing yourself to. So they will be arising. And it shouldn't be your ambition to not have emotions in trading. The ambition is to learn how to manage them and how to use them to your advantage. And fear can be your warning signal, can be your friend to help you to identify the situations that are creating the environment where you know, okay, now I feel fearful. Most likely I will be making decisions that are not in my interest. And also remember that to a certain extent, we as human beings are limited to consciously absorb and, and process information that co it's coming at us. So your emotions are also a source of information because on a subconscious level, you are getting more information than consciously that you can actually say, okay, I see this, this is what's happening. So if you feel something, try to identify what, why am I nervous? What is it that I am not seeing with my eyes, but my body already knows that it's there. That kind of sensitivity and being able to interpret those signals comes from building your awareness and taking the time to really learn about yourself and discover what is it that your body is telling you. So fear isn't necessarily a bad thing in trading. It can be a protective instinct and it can act as a cautionary signal that prevents impulsive and overly risky trades. Imagine you are about to enter a trade that exceeds your risk tolerance. So your fear might step in, prompting you to reconsider and protect your capital. If you look at seasoned traders, traders that have been trading for a long while, much longer than, than I did. I started in 2010, but there are people who are trading for 40 years. They still experience emotions, but they have learned how to manage them and how to manage their fear and even leverage it. 
they have developed the ability to acknowledge fear without letting it dictating their actions. You can build this unique relationship with fear. If you listen to it, acknowledge it, but do not let it drive your decisions. You can use fear as your motivator. It's like a constant companion that reminds you to stick to your strategy. So it's your motivator to stay disciplined. Treat it as your personal mindset coach during trading. Because if you are trading on your own, you're sitting there, all you have to your disposal is you and your emotions and your thoughts. So try to use that capital that you have, not just your money, but your emotional capital to the full extent. Use your full potential. We have covered a lot in this episode. And as you embark on your trading journey, remember that fear is a natural part of the process. It is not something to eliminate entirely, but rather something to understand, manage, and even embrace as a tool for better decision-making. I encourage you to reflect on your own trading experiences the coming days. How has fear influenced your decisions and what steps can you take to harness it for your benefit? Take the lessons from today's episode and apply them to your trading practice. And that's all for today's episode of the Confidence in Trading podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you found this episode helpful, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with your fellow traders. And if you are new to my show, don't forget to subscribe so you can come back for the next episode. I am here to support you on your trading journey and I encourage you to visit my website where I have plenty of free resources that you can use to take steps forward. Just visit aheadcoach.com or drop me an email at launch your life at aheadcoach.com. Stay tuned for more as in two weeks, there's new episodes coming your way. This is Agnieszka Wood from Ahead Coach. Bye for now.